with support provided by the Kalamazoo Artistic Development Initiative, a program of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. BoomTube presents Afraid. Back up, back up. Hey, what the hell do you think you're doing here? Jesus Christ, Emily, wait, what? It's not him, it's okay, it's not him. Hey, what the hell are you doing? You almost ran into us. What am I doing? Watching you on my security cameras dumping shit in my landfill and don't even think about driving off because I already called the cops. Jesus, yeah, me too. 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, I've got it all on camera. I'm sick and tired of people coming over and dumping their trash here in the middle of the night, so I set up some security cameras. How about the part where you're driving like a fucking lunatic and almost crashed into us? Did you get that on camera? Emily, just wait. I said I was sorry. How the hell was I supposed to know what was going on? As a matter of fact, I still don't know what the hell's going on. Okay, all right, I think I get the picture. Sheriff, you're not gonna believe this. Stay here. Well, let's see it. What did you find? You have got to be shitting me. Anne, come over here. What is it? What did you find? Bowling balls. What? Bowling balls? Did he just say bowling balls? I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're the ones that were stolen from the bowling alley. Not all of them showed up on the tennis court. You have got to be kidding me. Jesus. Are you fucking kidding me? Bowling balls? Fucking bowling balls? When we questioned him after the tip you gave... He probably just wanted to get rid of him as quickly as possible. Unfucking believable Driving around all over the place in the middle of the night, he sure as hell wasn't acting like those were bowling balls in those bags. He's a chicken shit, and he's a chicken shit who got asked some questions by the police. He probably pissed his pants when he gets speeding tickets, too. Can we go now? I've had enough of this shit. Seriously, I can't. Do you need anything else from us? No, you can go. All right, thanks. All right, let's get it together. Looks like we're going bowling tonight. <laughs> Fucking bowling balls. No, I understand you don't need to make an appointment at a gas station. Besides, I wasn't sure whether I'd be able to get one. I figured I might have been blacklisted from Brown Schneiders. Within my dominion, I still respect the freedom of the press. Well, for better or worse, I'm not here in any official capacity. I just wanted to apologize. I see. And if it makes you feel any better, it wasn't until I saw you tossing bags into a landfill in the middle of the night that I thought you might be a murderer. I empathize with your mistake. In time, I may even sympathize with you. That's understandable. You're okay, though. Nobody's pressing any kinds of charges or anything, right? Correct. The sheriff was quite equitable. He convinced the owners of the bowling alley and the landfill to refrain from avenging themselves by legal means. Apparently, I was able to curry favor by helping to produce a sketch of the suspect. I hadn't even thought about there having been someone else who came in that night and might have overheard us. Again, I'm sorry. 
if misery does indeed love companionship, I will say that I, too, saw the letter with those all-too-familiar words printed in the newspaper. Just the same, the thought of that customer having come in that night did not occur to me until I was once again questioned by Rutland's finest. I know that you don't want to talk publicly about anything, and I totally understand, but off the record, do you remember anything about him? What was he like? Did you know that, as a destination, a gas station is something of an oddity? People arrive with purpose, but for most, their time spent here exists only in relation to what comes next. Their time here is ethereal, and that is because here, amongst the exhaust, amongst the freezer burn and the loose change, no one truly lives. However, in spite of the oblivion in which this place exists, or maybe because of it, I, as one of its constants, can feel something of what these people expect to find at the end of the road. At the end of the road, where the engine stops and the radio goes silent, and the outside world is muffled and distant. And when people do leave here, they leave me in the wake of their momentum, the feeble or forceful drive that carries them to birthday parties and work and cemeteries. But, and maybe now you will understand what I mean when I say this, I felt none of that from this man. No end of the road and no need for it. Do you think he killed Gary? How should I know that? I am simply a gas station attendant. <laughs> well, as it turns out, you're more than that. Thanks to me, you've been exposed as a street artist, Rutland's own Banksy. Indeed, I have been exposed, but I believe we disagree on what was revealed. In what way? In point of fact, I have not been exposed as an artist. I have been exposed as the gas station attendant behind the so-called art. And I should think that most would fail to recognize what I did as anything more than petty vandalism. I don't know about that. I've seen some of the pictures that people have posted online of what you've done. They looked good. They had people talking. I have to imagine that that's what you wanted, right? To have what you created seen? Besides, you know what they say, there's no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> Perhaps. But when working with a pallet of stolen property and trespassing, that may not be true. I guess it all depends on whether people like what you have to say enough to forgive you for how you say it. By the way, what did it mean, if you don't mind me asking? What were you trying to say? Does it matter? They did not belong there, and they were difficult to move. Thank you for calling the Rutland Banner. This is Lucy. How can I help you? Okay, I'm going to transfer you to the person who handles obituaries, okay? I totally understand. There is a big difference between Catholicism and Protestantism. Absolutely. The belief in purgatory alone. Okay, I'm going to transfer you. Okay, please hold. Please tell me that was another screw-up in obituaries. It sure was. What the hell are they doing down there? I have no idea, but if you hurry to Bernard's office, you might just find out. 
You know, maybe I should start using the back door to leave. I'm starting to think that the two of you make work plans to ruin my after work plans. Have fun. I hate you. And I hate your cat sweaters. Answer the phone, it sounds important. Thank you for calling the Rutland Banner. This is Lucy, how can I help you? Yeah, come in. Listen, I don't know what the hell's going on down there, but I want to know exactly how someone was able to confuse Catholicism for Protestantism. I mean, for Christ, for goodness sake, the belief in purgatory alone. Yeah, well, by now, you know the routine. Order some flowers and write an apology and do it yourself for the love of, just do it yourself. Fine, bye. Have you noticed all the mistakes that Obituaries has been making recently? Nope, I haven't noticed. Well, that makes one of us. The recently deceased are spinning in their graves on a weekly basis around here. Anyway, close the door, would you? Take a seat. First off, congratulations on almost being done with the sewer proposal. They should be voting on it later this week, right? Yes, fingers crossed. Good, good. I'll look forward to reading how you put the story to bed. Yeah, I can't say that I'll be sad to see it go. Well, it is no secret that you thought the assignment was crap. What? Mr. Bernard Franklin, just how long have I been covering the sewer proposal? Are you making jokes now? Only on special occasions. Don't get used to it. You think you know a person. Hmm. Anyway, you've heard that Peter's back, right? Yeah, I actually saw him earlier. He looks horrible. Is he okay? No, but he will be. Yeah, I suppose. So... Listen, Anne, I don't want to lie. I've known this was coming, and quite frankly, I haven't been looking forward to having this conversation with you. I keep putting it off and putting it off, but... Okay, so, Bernard, I haven't... No, see, I'm sorry. And this isn't what I wanted to say. Damn it, it's not how I wanted to say it. You know, the problem is, every reason I have to be sad about it is a damned good reason to be happy. I'm sorry, I truly don't mean to be selfish about this, but I sure as hell am, aren't I? Believe me... I understand. No, you don't. And that's why I appreciate so much, really, you humoring me. Especially since I now realized how damned old and sentimental I've become. Believe it or not, this is all about you, and I couldn't be happier about that. And I'd like to make you assistant editor. Wait, I don't now, even know what- Now, you, you don't have to give me an answer right away. Think about it. You're well aware there's never even been an assistant editor position. I've handled it. Lillian tells me it's time to start thinking about the future now, though. And the future's always been a distant third on my list, preceded by the past and the present, which I think makes sense for the owner of a newspaper. But Lillian disagrees about that too, but it's got me to thinking about the future of the paper. And I think the paper has a much brighter future if it has you. I really don't know what to say, Bernard. Thank you, I- It's all right. Like I said, I don't expect an answer right away. Take your time, but not too long. One of the first jobs I might have for you is figuring out what the hell's going on in obituaries. And you are a born storyteller. And you know that I have always wished that I could give you better stories to tell. Of course, you also know that everyday life is newsworthy. Life is newsworthy, yeah. So, who knows? Maybe you'll decide that everyday life can also be worthy of a story. Come in. Bernard, Anne, they got him. Right. That's three votes for and two against. Motion carries to adopt the Sewer and Water Authority's proposal for installation of a sewer system in affected areas. Hell's bells and cockle shells. This is bullshit. Sit down. No, screw you. 
Just sit down. No! Are your taxes gonna go up? This is ridiculous! Okay, let's settle down, please. I see Sheriff Branch is here tonight, so let's not make him take anyone down to the Branch bed and breakfast, okay? <laughs> All right, any new business? No? Okay, then I would entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. Okay, the meeting's adjourned. Good night. I don't care, this is bullshit. So what do you like better, this or the police beat? No comment. This is the first time I'm seeing you at one of these. Are you going to be getting a new sewer system? No, they just asked me to make an appearance here tonight just in case things got out of hand. Hey, Sheriff. Hi. Yeah, it was actually pretty tame tonight. I think people are finally starting to get used to the idea. If you ask me, it's a waste of money. I've always had a septic system, and I've never had any problems with it. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. Congratulations on the arrest, by the way. Yeah, we were able to find that piece of shit pretty quickly once we had that sketch. You might have actually helped us out on that one a little bit. Thanks. You heard he didn't make bail, right? Yeah. Judge says he was a flight risk. We found out his plan all along was to leave town. Really? Off the record? Yeah, sure. It's not even my beat anymore. Yeah, that's right. Peter's back. How's he doing? Talked to him on the phone. Still sounds like crap. That flu must have really hit him hard. Yeah, I don't think he's over it yet. Anyway, between you and me, Gary was his first. And it looks like his plan all along was to head out to some place with a lot more victims, some big city or another, some place a lot easier to get noticed, but go unnoticed, if you know what I'm meaning. Jesus, he wanted to be a serial killer? Yeah. So what he did to Gary with all the, um... With the cutting off his goddamn tongue and his goddamn ears and putting them in his goddamn mouth? Yeah, that. Sorry, I was just looking at the photos before I came here. No, I understand. So... So that's what he wanted to keep doing to people? It looks like it. Of course, the son of a bitch is denying everything. I'm sure he'll end up changing his plea to insanity. Because there's no way he's going to be able to explain all the shit we found along his trailer, that's for sure. Oh, what? What did you find? What he used to practice on. Shallow graves all along his trailer. Thin layers of dirt covering up heaps of all sorts of animals. Each one with a tongue removed and, well, you know. Yeah. Was joking around with one of the deputies. He really must have wanted everyone to shut up and listen to themselves. How is that? Well, you have your ears and your mouth. Okay, I see what you mean. Good thing is he didn't kill the French bulldog. Used to have one when I was a pup. A French bulldog? Yeah, I was actually thinking of adopting this one. He was all over me. Well, the crime scene ruined my pair of pants with the bloody paw prints he left on him. I think it's a she. Eh, that's okay. I just don't get it. You found this guy in his trailer, right? Yeah. Why was he still there? He had all this time to disappear, almost a month. I think he was afraid. Of getting caught? Maybe, I don't know. When we found him, he was holed up inside there. Hell, I don't know, he was keeping him in there. We're just lucky he was too afraid to leave. Maybe he was afraid of not leaving. Hmm, sounds like a fucked up enough thought for someone like him. He's not leaving now, though, that's for sure. Well, I'm glad you got him. Yeah, now comes the paperwork, all right. Well, tell Bernie I'll see him at Rotary. Okay, bye. Well, we made it. Yeah, congratulations. Actually, I should get a quote from you. Oh, okay. Can I email you something tomorrow morning? Not everyone's happy with the vote, so I want to be a little careful with what I say. Sure. Oh, and Deb wanted me to apologize. She was going to send me with some tomatoes to give you. I guess she forgot to give you some tomatoes when the two of you were out at the garden. But the two of us were talking, and... What with me being on the township board and Deb thinking about running for the school board, we thought it might be better if we held on to the tomatoes for now. Oh, yeah, okay. 
We just don't want anybody thinking that there's any kind of conflict of interest between us and the paper. Right. The last thing people need is another reason to throw tomatoes at public figures. (laughs) Exactly. Better safe than sorry. They're going to provide us with a hotel for the weekend, and the award ceremony will be held Saturday night. So we'll have the rest of the weekend for sightseeing and shopping. Sightseeing. It sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. Are they going to have you read your poem at the ceremony? Yes. They're going to have everyone read what they wrote. Nervous? Uh, we're a little nervous, aren't we, Faith? A little, I guess. I'm just excited. She'll be able to have a copy of it with her on stage, but we've still been practicing, right? Yeah. I'm sure you've been asked this a million times already, but do you know what you'd like to do next? We've been giving that a lot of thought, haven't we? Yes. It must have been encouraging winning this award. Is the plan to pursue your writing? It is. Right now, we're working on narrowing down our list of colleges. We're trying to find one with a good English degree and a good teacher preparation program. Oh, you're thinking about becoming a teacher, following in your mom's footsteps. That'll be a great way for you to share a love of the written word. It's certainly one of the few ways to earn an income from it. What I'd really like to do is spend the next year or two traveling and writing. Oh, Faith. Wow, that would be great. Grab a pen and paper and your copy of Kerouac and just go. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna happen. Oh, why is that? Uh, because that's not reality. (laughs) You can't just wander around the rest of your life. (laughs) Maybe after college. Yeah, maybe. I don't think Faith's talking about the rest of her life, though, right? Just a year or two? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, moving on. You know what you could do? You could take the same route Steinbeck did for Travels with Charlie. Have you ever read it? No, I don't think so. It's a travelogue. It's about a trip around the country that Steinbeck took with his poodle. No. (laughs) I'm afraid it's college for this girl. Right, Faith? And you may want to check your facts. I think I heard on NPR that Steinbeck made up a lot of things for that book. (laughs) Yeah, I know. What's your point? Okay. (laughs) Anything else? I think we're going to have to go ahead and wrap things up here. Oh, okay. Well, um... Can I just get an answer for the article? In answer to what? I just wanted to make sure I had it right. What do you want, Faith? All right, we're done here. I'd like to do it, but... But it's irresponsible. But you'd be an 18-year-old girl all alone. But you don't even know how to change a flat tire. Should I go on? How afraid would you be if something happened? Mrs. Codsman, Judy, I apologize, but Faith, do it. Excuse me? This is none of your business. I know. I'm sorry. I just think that you should do it, Faith. Yeah, well, this is my daughter, and this is my house. Goodbye. Get out. Okay. Who the hell do you think you are talking to me like that? I'm sorry. I am. It's just... It feels like I haven't heard anyone that certain about something in a long time. She's in high school. Why don't you let her get a little bit older before you start trying to have her follow in your footsteps and waste her life, too? You, of all people, giving advice. (laughs) Look at yourself, Anne. You peaked in ninth grade. You have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. No. 
As a matter of fact, I do know what I'm talking about. Right now, this very instant, there are people everywhere being pushed down, pulled down, and held down. And you know what? No one has ever laid a hand on any of them. You can grind someone down with a whisper. And you? You scream it. You're the one who doesn't know what you're talking about. And another thing, when I was in your class, I overheard you talking to someone about how you were reading The Da Vinci Code and how much you liked it. Fuck you. Oh my god. <laughs> You're nuts! Get the hell off my property, and I will be calling the banner to have you fired! Save yourself the time. I'll tell my boss exactly what happened. He happens to have a soft spot for storytellers. Besides, I'll tell it better than you. Fuck you! Hey, Bernard? It's Anne. No, I didn't feel like talking to Lucy. Yeah. Hey, I was calling to check and see if you had some time to meet after Rotary tomorrow morning. No, you don't have to miss Rotary for it. Um, it's good news. You'll like it. Yeah, definitely newsworthy. It's everyday life. Episode 4 of Afraid was written and produced by Bannon Backus and directed by Tara Seitzba and edited and recorded by Samuel Peters. It stars Stephanie Bishop as Anne Hastings with Steve Brown, Robert Davidson, Lizzie King, Paul LaFerrier, Wallace Lucas, Michael P. Martin, Jay Morris, Tanya Rowland, Sarah Balmering, Bianca Washington, and Stephen Williams. Featured music was written by Jeffrey Babbitt and performed by Jeffrey Babbitt with Mike List on steel guitar. Afraid is a presentation of BoomTube. B-O-O-M-T-O-O-B. All rights are reserved. Visit BoomTube online at boomtube.com and facebook.com slash boomtube network.